Next time, we have such a fun, juicy <laughs> surprise <laughs> for everybody. It's gonna be you guys good, are going to die. It? It's so good. So They're looking at the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see him yet. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, so everyone, you're going to love this week, but the next week you're going to love even more. New season of This Is Kingdom. New surprises coming. Elevating. Growing. Getting better. Yeah. So welcome to This Is Kingdom. This is Grace. This is Talon. This is TJ. This week we are studying Promptings of the Spirit by Elder Gary E. Stevenson from the October 2023 General Conference. And y'all, I'm just going to take you on a journey that you didn't even want to go on with me, but here we And we're about go. to hear from the goat okay? of listening to and following promptings. That's so yeah. true. That <laughs> is so real. This is the journey that I'm going to take you on. It's my journey of learning Spanish, which, Grace, you're probably going to feel me on a lot of these things. So me true. too. Me too. Yes. See, amigo. So this was the deal. I did not want to learn a language on my mission at all. I was like, I'm hyped for English. More specifically, I wanted to serve in Philly. Then I could go like teach all my old friends and be with all my Eagles fans. It would have been great, right? I was wearing an Eagles sweatshirt when I opened my call. Like that's that's how serious I was about it. I was like, I'm manifesting this. I'd been praying for it. That prayer was not answered, but it's all good. I got called to Argentina, but instantly I was like, oh, this is my place. I started crying. It was like, it was a mess. Anyways, found out I was going to learn Spanish. And I was like, well, great. I'm not going to learn a thing because I'll start in the MTC, right? So for five months, I didn't study it at all, which, you know, I bet most people do that. Wait, first, how long? Well, I got my call and then I didn't go to the MTC for five months. Oh, so for the I first see. five months, I, I thought you were in the MTC. Yeah. Like, and then I got to the MTC. Study. No, no, no. I got to the MTC. You're there six weeks. Right. And I was like, oh, man, the gift of tongues is going to be so real. Like, I'm going to get this like instantly. And I remember on the second day we had a lesson and the lesson went like this. Hola, como esta? And then they responded. Still to this day, I don't know what they said back. And then my mind just blanked, y'all. And I didn't say a thing. <laughs> My companion just looked at her and said, lo siento, nosotros somos muy embarazados. Oh, <laughs> which, even. Yeah, better. right? Which means. Which, here, let me, let me translate. We're really embarrassed. Yeah, that's what you think. It actually means yes, we're very no. pregnant. Okay. Oh. And the lady just looks at us and laughs. And I'm like, I'm screwed. And so at that point, I was like, I'm never going to learn Spanish. But, you know, I put my head down, studied for six weeks and just practice every single day. Most days I felt like I wasn't learning anything. But by the end of the MTC, I was like, you know what? Like, I know a decent amount. I can communicate. I can speak. And I went to Argentina feeling pretty confident. I'm like, I've got this now. And I got to Argentina and I still remember so vividly my first taxi ride. And this guy's in there. I'm like, he's getting baptized for sure. Like, I'm gonna preach the gospel. Like, game over. And I start talking, he starts talking back. And I was like, they did not teach me this language in the MTC. Like, I know for a fact they didn't teach me this. I had no idea what he was saying. I sat in silence for the rest of the ride. Very depressing. And my first, like, three, four months, I was like, I don't know what anybody is saying right now. And I was studying so hard at the, like, peak of all of this was the day that I was like, there's this guy talking trash on like our church and everything. I was like, I'm going to change him. I'm going to like preach with, with the power of the spirit. Right. And I like start going. He's just like, shut up, gringo. I don't understand anything you're saying. And I just like put my head down. I was like, I'm never going to get this language. But then little by little, I know I'm telling you all the depressing stories today. There's more, but I won't go to all of them. Okay. 
I'm but crying. <laughs> I la- <laughs> I keep going. We get to six months. I'm like, okay, I can like talk about the gospel now. And then like seven months, I'm like, okay, I can like joke a little bit. Then eight months and it starts getting better and better. Still, there was days that I was like, I genuinely like hate Spanish and I never want to speak it again. There was days that I was like, I think I'm Latino now. Like, I think I, I think I really am. And it would kind of like go back and forth, but like it gradually got better and better until the end of my mission. Like there was times that I could like convince somebody I was Argentine, not everybody, but some people. And I was like, I'm actually good at Spanish now. And the reason that I bring that up is like, it was, it was a tough process, but I'm so grateful that I learned it because so many of my best relationships in my life have been because I learned that language. Like if I did not learn that, I would be missing out on some of my very best friends, some of the people that mean the most to me. And this is the part of the talk that just resonated with me so much because of this experience. Listen to this, okay? He says, your ability to invite and recognize the promptings of the spirit will develop a step at a time. Becoming more attuned to the language of the Spirit is like learning another language. It is a gradual process that requires diligent, patient effort. And I'll let you guys go off, but I, what I realized is I think sometimes we realize, oh, I'm going to start listening to the Spirit. We think it should be easy, mm-hmm. and we think it could, should come so naturally, and we think all of a sudden we'll be able to listen to it, and then we get frustrated when we can't. But when I put it in that context, I'm like, oh, I am on a lifelong journey to get better and better and better at being attuned with the Spirit. And it's super interesting because it would not make sense if you would have showed up in Argentina and even like in the taxi ride or at the grocery store, if you showed up and you like started speaking to someone in English and you expected them to speak English back, Mm. right? Like that, it just like doesn't work like that. It's just like that doesn't make any sense at all. And I think sometimes it's like that with God. We're like, oh, this is how we communicate. I expect you to communicate like that back to me. And I read a quote by Bob Goff, and I'm probably going to butcher it. So, like, just take it with a grain of salt. But um, he said he is a, like, Christian kind of. He is an author. He's mine and Grace's hero, pretty much. Yeah, we love so Bob. True. And <laughs> he said one time, it makes sense to me that God wouldn't communicate how I communicate because I'm human and I communicate like a human. And God's a God, and he communicates like a God. Mm. And I think sometimes so we expect God to communicate like a human. When God's saying, wait, actually, I'm going to communicate to you like a God because that's who I am. Yeah. Which I think is actually more beautiful because I think God can communicate a whole lot more beautiful than humans can. And so to me, that's actually thrilling. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's hard because I don't like I might not speak that language right now and I might not be good at it, but I can't wait to get to know that language better. I can't wait to learn how God communicates because he has a lot more capability than I do. Mm. You know, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, actually, that means that God communicate with me through like a sunset or through balloons or I'm not kidding you. This is a true thing. Every single day on all of my best days and all of my worst days, this is 100 percent true. I see a firework. And sometimes for real, it is literally just like one firework. Like sometimes I'll just be driving on the freeway, one firework in the middle of like October. I'm serious. It's actually (laughs) insane. And in my head, I'm like, oh, actually, I prefer God communicating like that. I actually like that way more than if God were to text me. Like, I think it actually is exciting that God communicates different than us. Yeah. I have so many thoughts right now. I don't even know. I have to share this first with, I love Emily's quote where she always talks about like, uh, God is someone who like meets us where we are. Right. But don't expect him to leave us Mm -hmm. where we are. That applies so strong to this. God will meet us where we're at in our ability to hear him, but then don't expect to stay there yes. because he's going to teach us 
and he's going to help us figure things out. The other thought that I have is I do not treat listening to the spirit like I'm learning a language and I'm just feeling like really called out. And I feel like I need to dig in, dig my heels in and invest more in learning how the spirit communicates with me. Cause I think I'm kind of content with what I get right now. And then thinking of the Lord loves effort, president Nelson saying that it makes me want to dig my heels in and get way better at understanding how God's communicating with me, because there's always this question that comes up with youth and everybody, all ages, literally, is it the spirit or is it me? Is it my own thoughts? And I used to think, oh my gosh, why haven't we gotten to a point where we can answer that quickly and easily? I think this is why. I don't think God wants it to be super clear of is it the the spirit, is it me? I think he wants us to be hustling and grinding and putting work in so that we can learn how he works more and then uh, grow closer to him in that process. Totally. And, and I think it's one of the saddest things for me to see. And I see it from like the HXP perspective, right? That someone will come on this trip. It's just this youth trip, right? Where you get like fired up on God and all of a sudden they hear God for the first time. And I'm sure the same thing happens at FSY or at like girls camp or, or Trek or whatever it is where you have this experience and you're like, whoa, I felt God. And then you go home and it's like, I'm not feeling as much. Well, it's like, yeah, you gotta, like you had your experience. He met you where you are. But now you got to keep digging to find him. And it's not going to be an easy thing. It's not going to be like, oh, I make one effort and then it's there. And so many times people are like, I prayed and I read the scriptures and it didn't work. And the problem with that is like, it's not a one plus one equals two equation. It's not a you pray and you read and you get an yeah, answer. It's I, months, bro. Yeah. Like yeah, you, like your story. Sometimes it's quick and it's, it's whatever, you know what I mean? Like what I can tell you though, is if you practice Spanish every single day, and if you memorize a couple new words and you talk with people in Spanish, you know, and you get out of your comfort zone, you will learn Spanish. What I can tell you is that if you strive to hear God and you make little efforts, you will hear God. People always ask me like, how long did it take you to learn Spanish? It's like, I can't tell you. Like it was exactly three months and 12 days, you know, <laughs> like it's a gradual process that like little by little, you're like, no, I, I can communicate in this language. And I think it's the exact same with God. I can't tell you when exactly you're going to be able to hear God clearly, but I know that if that's what you work towards, you will start hearing God and you will become proficient in that language. And it really might look different than you expect, mm. you know, because we're so used to expecting communication, how humans communicate, yeah. that really it might be surprising that God's going to speak to you differently. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you're going to have to put in months of effort because it might be something that you've never realized it could be. All of a sudden it might be like you up in the mountains and you have this crazy profound experience. Or maybe it is going to be when you're reading your scriptures. Awesome. Maybe it's going to be when you're like kneeling down, like sobbing in a prayer mm -hmm. at 3 a.m. Yeah, maybe you're going to feel something then. But also maybe it's going to be on the football field in the middle of football practice when you're having a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. Like that's fine. It could be at any of those places because God's big enough to communicate like that. But if you don't realize that it's going to be in a different language than maybe what you're expecting, you might miss it. Yeah. So don't miss it. Yeah. You just got to grind. This is a grind, man. Yeah. This is hard work. There was this in class, there was a student that was like, we were doing kind of like a question day and and the student was like, uh, you know, I'm torn, you know, with the decision of should I go on a mission, you know, because she was a girl and, and she's like, I know sisters, like, you know, the whole thing. And she's like, so I'm just, should I go or should I not go? And I started kind of answering, but then I was like, wait, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 15. And I'm like, you 15? And then all of a sudden in my head, I got so pumped because I'm like, you got four years to wrestle with and mm. to learn with and to grow with 
Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father, you got years of time to figure things out and to grind with him. And I just felt so confident that if she and if any of us were to put in work to connect with God and work on how to hear him and, and all that, we're going to figure it out. This is my last thought with it. Well, I have two thoughts. One, it's so interesting. Even though at the end of my mission, I felt super proficient in Spanish, like five years later, I hadn't been speaking it as much. And all of a sudden it was rusty and I had to like build it back up. And it's like learning it once doesn't mean you've got it for life. It's like got to be something that we, we keep going at, you know? And the other thing is way more than learning Spanish was worth it, which it was learning to hear God is the most worthwhile thing you will ever learn to do. I can't think of a better thing to put your effort and your work into than learning to truly be led by him. And, and I've, I've like seen him lead me. And it's led to the coolest experiences of my life. Like the most special and meaningful experiences of my life have come from listening to God. So guys, it's worth it. It is worth fighting to learn how to hear God. Gosh, I just want to hear God now. It's awesome. <clears throat> Let the Holy Spirit guide, let him teach us what is true. He will testify of Christ, light our minds with heaven's view. Let the Spirit heal our hearts through his gentle, quiet power. May we purify our lives to receive Him hour by hour. See you next week with a fun surprise.